Your body is more than a tool that you carry your mind in. It is yourself, and you have to give the same amount of credit to your body that you give to your mind. If your mind is not trained properly and reined in when it needs to be, then it'll take you to dark places, having taken a life on its own. Realizing that you are not your mind, that you are bigger than your mind, means that you can control your mind to bring out all the goodness that you have from within, and to tame the demons of your mind while redirecting their forces to serve for the betterment of yourself. The same goes with your body. If your body is not trained properly, then it will also take you to dark places, sometimes greatly affecting your mood and even your mind to make impulsive decisions that you might regret later on. The media will have you believe that you don't have enough time to tend to and nurture the growth of your body as well as of your mind. But all the food that you consume into your body and all the ideas and contents that you consume into your head were chosen by none other than yourself, whether carefully or carelessly the sum of which created you as who you are now. The energy that you put into your mind or into your body, whether in the form of ideas or food, has to be used somehow, because otherwise they will weigh you down. You have so many ideas in your mind but not act upon any of them, then your mind will be weighed down. You've eaten so much food but don't work off its energy, then your body will be weighed down. By nature, our mind and our body is conditioned to go for the easiest route, the route of least resistance. Our default status is to be in the comfort zone, which is why we perceive anything that takes us out of the comfort zone painful, even though that leads to growth. Personally, I found that yoga gives me a sense of calmness and clarity and it helps me to work out my body as well as my mind. So I've been trying to incorporate doing yoga in the early hours of my day for several years now, but it's still not easy. My body fully knows so well that doing yoga does it so much good and having actually experienced all of the benefits, it still resists it. Only the difference is that it resists it less than it used to do in the past, but it still resists it. On those days that I didn't feel like doing yoga, I used to just give in and not put my body through the tortures as my body perceived, but I always found that I ended up feeling worse than I would have done if I had done yoga. So I adopted a tactic to trick myself, just like how you trick a dog to train it. I decided to trick my body in my mind to practice discipline. There was a day that I didn't want to do yoga again, and it was becoming sort of habitual. So my body told my mind that it didn't want to do it. But then I tricked my mind to tell my body that it could try it just for five minutes. So I decided to do it just for five minutes. And it didn't end 
after five minutes because my body realized that it was doing it so much good. So I ended up going through the entire sequence. Feeling so calm and prepared to take on the day. Having sweated out all the negativity. It's just that my body, as well as my mind, needed some... cajoling, as I like to say, because it sounds fun. It just needs to be tricked a little bit so it can start off on the right path. Because once it starts rolling on a certain path, it wants to keep its momentum, which is easier now than to change its track again. So if you want to work your mind as well as your body, you just need to cajole it a little bit so you can just try it just for five minutes. And I believe that bad habits also start like that, that you just try it just for once. So you could apply the same thing for good habits. Try it just for five minutes and say the same thing to yourself the next day. That way, you'll be able to keep building yourself, one morsel at a time.